0: Hello and welcome to Central Life Church and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you and builds your faith. Enjoy the message.
1: Hello, everyone, my, my name is Pastor Chris Ruby. This is my son Brendan. This uh, scripture verse comes from Luke chapter 9 and I'd we'll love to read a bit to you and see what you think. Yeah, um, tell me, I love it. It says, as they were walking on the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus replied, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will call you Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. And then Jesus replied, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service of the kingdom of God. Mm. So I'm just trying to work out what this means. And I guess uh, basically what it's saying is once you give your life to Jesus, we should never return back to our former life or back to the ways of the world. But I think quite often we do that. What do you reckon? Mm.
0: Well, it's a challenging proposition, isn't it? Because, well, yes, you know, we, we, we give our lives to God and we're, we're, we've been awakened, awoken, awakened, what's the right term there, um, to the, the grace and the path of Him, but we're also, um, imperfect, aren't we? And we're prone to sin and we're prone to, um, to fall every now and then. So I suppose this, uh, this story to me, uh, raises some questions, but, you know, I'm more interested in understanding, I suppose the idea behind, well, it seems to be that like, we, we, we don't want to look back at our past mistakes and, and keep doing them over again. I mean, even from psychology, and I'll, I'll use this because I've been studying it. Memory alone is actually there to serve us a, a purpose of not doing the things that we've done in the past. Oh, okay. So not repeating that. Um, and I think God's given us that memory to be able to not repeat the sins of the past, to project into the future a more hopeful and prosperous you know, path for him, right? Like, what do you think? I think also it's probably telling
1: us that um, we often dwell in the past. We think of maybe our past achievements or worse still, we think about those traumas in our life and they seem to dictate who we are and how we live our life, um, be it uh, a fractured self-esteem, uh, a fear of a number of things because that's the way our parents taught us. Uh, so so what do you reckon about those who um, let their past dictate the future?
0: Well, you know, and I've been studying counselling and coaching, and and I think that the biggest thing that we really look on is, well, yes, it's true that a lot of us are burdened, and, and we're almost there's there's a pain that we carry with us, you know, from past experiences, and some may be heavier than others, and it's so important to to have a way to get that out, you know, and God, God, and the the, the pathway of prayer and working with the church and other people is a great antidote for that because you're able to you know, you've got the resources, you've got the tools to process the past, heal and move forward, right? So there needs to be a certain step-by-step, okay, what's happened? So let's address it, let's not ignore it, address it. But then, you know, once we've addressed it and done the work with the support of our loved ones and God and and the church, then you can move forward and and start acting in a better way um, so that you can prevent um, the suffering of, you know, what could potentially happen again. So I'm basically saying that some people are stuck in the past, and even
1: though they've been given a bright future from God, and they sort of know it in their head, their heart is really stuck back in the in the past, and they're letting that dictate everything that they do.
0: Yeah. Well, here's here's a thought, which may be a somewhat um, you know harsh proposition. I think that um, being stuck in your past is is somewhat a somewhat form of a sin because. You know, you mentioned God's given us a bright future. We are all very capable of such beautiful things. That's what God's plan is. Mm. And so to deprive everyone else of it because you're stuck in your past, well, that to me is a sin. That's missing the mark, you know, and and we are capable. We have this beauty in us. We just need to make sure we can access it and not dwell on the past, as you say. Mm. You know, what do you think? Yeah, well, uh, actually, I'm reminded of um, a Lot and his
1: wife uh, mm-hmm. you know, as they were leaving the city or as the angels led them out because uh, God was going to destroy this city because it was very hedonistic. But lot looked back, Lot's wife looked back, and I'm thinking that uh, that was a downfall because she was pining for the world that she knew, and yet here was God leading her out of that world into a better future. And so she turned into a pillar of salt. Uh, and in some ways, it's like a lot of us, um, we, we pine for the past or we think of even the good times in the past, and we want to go
0: back there, and that stops us from moving forward. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, certainly. I, th- I think um, I, I would probably say that the, the Western postmodern world is, pr- has put us in a perfect uh, concoction of um, lies, I would almost say. You know, you look at the media or TV shows or or whatever stories that are being, like, fed to us, that can can make us live in the past because then there's per- perfect antidotes of products, you know. You can buy more beauty things to feel better now or you mm-hmm. can buy more food to eat or drugs or whatever your poison may be. Mm-hmm. And that's the hedonistic, um, I guess, modern... <laughs> that's the hedonistic... You can feel good right now, and that's instant gratification. Yeah. But I think what God's talks he's talking about is the delayed gratification. If you make your sacrifices now, you can have a better future. And, and that, that takes work. That mm. takes work. Well, I know often in uh, the Scriptures, uh, God is virtually saying, let
1: go and let him do the work. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, um, in Peter, it says, uh, cast all your burdens upon him because he cares for us. Mm-hmm. So he wants to give us a good future. And he wants us to not be uh, uh, held slaves to the past um, because he's promising us a better future than even what we've had in the past.
0: Thank you for listening. And a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook, and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.